0: You're listening to SM Media, the number one place for exclusive content.
1: Hi everyone and welcome to day six of our Euro 2020 review show. I'm Scott McPy, delighted to be your host as always. Busy day as always with Russia beating Finland to get themselves back into Group B. A magnificent performance from Wales to beat Turkey in Baku and Italy with a dominant performance to be the first team to qualify into the last 16. Joining me to discuss this is, as always, Mark Shanklin. Shankers, pleasure to be on, as always. Thanks for joining us. No no problem. Brilliant. And we're joined by, it was so good in the the previous show we had last week that we bought them back by popular demand, Stevie Murray. <laughs> Stevie, pleasure to welcome you <laughs> on to the show. Thanks for joining us. Brilliant. Let's get into the games that took place today. We will start off with Finland nil, Russia won. Anthony Miranchuk with a goal for Russia. Stevie, what was your thoughts on the
0: game? Uh just uh, I I know Finland had the goal rolled out early doors. I can't kind of knocked the stuffing out of him a wee bit. Um probably Russia deserved to win the game. That just puts him right back in the mix for that group, didn't it? Uh I think maybe i draw see them through in the final game. In that group.
1: Mm, definitely. because what was your thoughts on the, the game? Obviously, a, a good result for Russia, but Finland did that early goal chopped off. Would you kind of surprise how it went?
2: Uh, I think Russia were probably favourites, Grintett. We said last night, if if they were to progress, they needed to win this one. And, and obviously, they did. Both Russia and Finland sitting on three points just now. I don't know what it's real out Denmark, but we fully like expect Belgium to... I would fully expect them to, uh, build them to beat Denmark tomorrow. And I would set them in six points. So I think it could be between Russia and Finland to go through. And Finland's obviously got Belgium in the last game, which makes it more difficult for them. Uh, I, I think Russia will go through in second place. Whether whether Finland can come something. Even three points could take them through in, in third place. But I I think you maybe need four, four just to kind of, Scrape past. I, I don't want to rule out Denmark. Obviously, I think they've got a lot more going on uh, in their camp just now with the whole thing. Uh, if you've got to feel a wee bit sorry for them, to be honest, they, they're in a wee bit of a false position, I think. But Belgium to top that group, I think, where Russia going through in second place. Whether Finland can scrape through in third, I don't know. But I'm not surprised with, with the result either. Stevie, what's
1: your what's your thinking with the group? Is it can all in Russia's hands now going to we can I get in that result and at home and then they've got a tie against Denmark in the last game to get through?
0: I think it's uh, they've put themselves in a good position anyway. Um, I, I spoke about I spoke about it when last time I was on. Just that they're, there's there's no real superstars for them. They just seem to grind out results and know how to get the right result at the right time. Uh, saying that they were poor in the first game of the group, but um I think that results put them in a brilliant position to go through. As you say, with Finland and Belgium playing in the last game. I hope maybe maybe um Finland will be hoping that Belgium stick out the the, the B squad. <laughs> they, you know what I mean, if um maybe get half a chance against them. But I, I can see as Shankar said, I think Russia'll go through second in that group and possibly Finland to go through in the best place to position. Belgium's Shank-
2: beast was still frightening, but I know what <laughs> yeah, <no>, it is.
1: <laughs> Shankers, one player I want to touch on with, with you is Gwen Kamara, who again stood out last so thumb for Finland. Is it going to be hard for me just to keep him in the su- after this summer if he keeps on playing the way he's playing?
2: I think take the tournament out of the equation and it, it was still going to be hard for them and to keep, to keep the teams away from him. Uh, I think his domestic season, I think he was brilliant. And then on the world stage, or European stage even, uh, playing for his country, maybe he's fortunate slightly that he's playing in a Finland team where he is sticking it a wee bit more uh, than usual. Whereas Rangers have got kind of a few good different players, so maybe, I'm not saying take the shine off, but, Finland if if him and maybe Cookie are sticking out, there's only two of them and it's more noticeable. Nice. So, and, and I think on a stage like that there's definitely I mean, how many managers are, are gonna be sitting watching this looking for for a couple of gems that they can that they can uh, get up in a good price and I think it'll bode well for Rangers. If he's having a good tournament, well Rangers are only gonna back and accept, say for instance, six or eight million pounds, they they're gonna try and, and get double that kind of money for him if he if he plays well in this tournament, and I listen, I, th- I think there is going to be teams. There's, there's already talk of uh, a Watford, but I, I think he can go better than that. To be honest, I think he can. I can go. I'm, I'm not going to. I'm struggling to pluck teams out my at my head, but I think he can go better than a, a Watford to or, or maybe looking to stay safe every year. I think, I think he is better than that. Like, Stevie, what's your thoughts? on Kamara, can you see him going going and
1: progressing to a kind of? top club in
0: England or abroad? I, I mean, when you watch him, he's definitely he's got the temperament to play at a higher level. Um, He's definitely got the ability as well. Um, I, As Shanker says, I can see him going to a better team than Watford, to be fair. I know they are going to be in the Premier League next year again, but um, I could see him going to a top 10 side in England, to be honest with you. Um, his ability is really... I really like the way he keeps the ball and He's no just a stopper. He doesn't just stop attacks. He actually has got a bit of ability on the ball as well, and it's um, quite he's important to that Rangers team as well. It'll be a huge loss if Rangers uh, lose him.
1: Do we think though? Do we think that this Russia team as well? Do we think they're relying on a, a lot and their kind of creative threats like Golovkin and Moran? Morancuk, who probably won them the game today. What was your thoughts, Stevie?
0: Um, I suppose they they are, but um i go back to what I said before. It's, I think a lot of, the, a lot of the, the results that Russia get are due to the fact that they, they just have a, a knack and knowing when to get the right result and how to get the right result, whether that be just kind of slow playing a game, hitting a team in a counter-attack, getting one goal up and packing a defence. They're, they're one of the teams they're not are not as expansive as you want them to be, but they just seem to get the right result at the right time, you know?
1: Yeah, definitely. The The group, obviously, the big, res- big game tomorrow, Denmark and Belgium in Group B will probably be interested for Finland and Russia. Finland play Belgium on Tuesday in Denmark, eh, in Denmark and Russia play, Den- Russia play Denmark in St. Petersburg. Big, interesting games there, but we'll move on to the game in Baku today. Turkey now Wales to a tremendous Wales performance to give them, basically, near enough secure them qualification to the last 16. Aaron Ramsey gives Wales a lead and then a late goal with from Connor Roberts gives Wales a 2-0 victory. Shankers, how impressed were you with Wales and how much credit needs to go to Rob Page for that performance?
2: A huge credit. I think, I've seen something online and it was, it was, ref- a comparisons with Scotland. I know Bale, Bale is like world class, and Scotland's not re- really got a player like that. But when you see other than Bale and Ramsey, you see the squad, and it. I'm not saying it's made up. But it's no mediocre players are that, but it's no like household names. I mean, I mean, they they just work as a team. They know their strengths. They know they probably know their season know how to how to defend, are strong. They, they just are real togetherness, and and they work as a unit and. That's how I'm, I'm not even surprised that they've went beat Turkey. And I, I honestly think they could have been more comfortable in the game. I think 2-0 and scoring in the last minute maybe takes away the shine. on Rams had two golden opportunities in the first half before he scored his goal. And Turkey go 3-3 three three down at half-time. I honestly don't think they could have complained one bit. Mm-hmm. And as you said, they've got, they've got one foot in the, the last 16. Uh, I think even if they go and lose the lose the last game against Italy, I think four points gets them through anyway, so fair play to Wales and you know what they did the last time in, in the Euros, they got to the semi-final and see what likes Sir Gareth Bale and even Ramsey, he was accepted for all the day as well and Dan James to a certain extent, they can mm-hmm. go and hot teams and and I wouldn't be surprised to see it see a wee upset in the last sixteen if they go through as
1: well. Definitely, Wales are all but through now. It would take it would take kind of a miracle for Wales not to progress. Shankers mentioned Aaron Ramsey there. He also mentioned Gareth Bale, Stevie. Apart from his penalty miss, which was getting <laughs> near enough cleared the stadium, I think. But how important was Gareth Bale to that performance?
0: Uh, he's he's massive for Wales. I mean, he, I think what's interesting Shankers kind of touched on it there. Out with Bale and Ramsey, it's it's like the other Wales players, it's as if they know their place. Mm. They know that they're there to be solid and keep a good foundation and if they can get the ball to the dangerous players as quick as they can in good areas, then it'll work out well for them. Um I know in a lot of other teams there's maybe three or four or five players like that and they all want to be the star and this and that. but because they've maybe got two or but, I mean, you, I, I don't suppose Dan James, in terms of abilities, up there yet. But he's certainly he's ghosting by people in the last two games. His pace is unbelievable. Aye, he's, he's, a, he's, he's a real outballer, not for. An, moment, and, eh? he really, he reminds. Obviously, he's no. He's powerful, but he's like triory for wolves. He just he gets Aye. the ball and just destroys people. If he gets t- ten yards of space, you're you're done for. Kind of reminded me of that run that um, Mbappe had against, was it Hummels the other night? Mm-hmm. He came from 15 years, didn't he? <laughs> and then took a, took a Ducati past him. Um, but uh, it's, it, I th- I think Wales, they've, they've got a good, they look like a, it's like a club feel about them. Yes, yeah. but a bunch of honest boys. And they, as I say, they know who the stars are. But I think it's important as well that it seems that the guys who are the stars of the team, they're still. They're no a million miles above the other guys that are supposedly average against them. Do you know what I mean? They're, they seem to be um, intertwined with them and, and there's a good work ethic in the team as well.
1: Yeah, I thought Wales were brilliant. I mean, we mentioned there Aaron Rams and Gareth Bale, just a tremendous performance. As you say that together performance that teams like Wales need to get through to. I tell them they've done it five years ago and they've done it here. I think they were absolutely tremendous today. We have been raving about Turkey on this show for a good while now, but
0: it's
1: (laughs) two results, two disappointing results. They've got all to do. Obviously, they play Switzerland next in Baku. Shankers, what do we think of Turkey? Is it unfair, the result?
2: I I don't think they they have been unfair. It's not as if they've they've been unlucky. They've they've had a 1-0 win and it's been a penalty or a last-minute goal or whatever. The the performances have been really underwhelming and I'm not saying we big them up to can go and cause some real damage in this tournament, but I think they have got players that should begin out that group, to be honest. You say Wales have got I've got one or two world class players and then but Turkey's got a few kind household names about their, their uh, about the squad and and they've got quality as well that I I really think you should be going at this group, but uh, it's an uphill battle now, to be honest. If they go and get uh, if they go and get three points, uh, against Switzerland that maybe be the best best chance of getting through in a third place finish, but I, I don't think three points is enough and in Switzerland I've already got a point on the board, so they'll be on the flip side they'll be looking to get three points and four points might see See them through as well. So it's a real uphill battle for Turkey. They, they couldn't get off the worst start. Five goals conceded, no goals scored. Uh, Lachlan's had an absolute nightmare on that previous show. <laughs> <down there. laughs>
1: Stevie, do you see any way back for Turkey after two disappointing results after in yeah. the first two games?
0: Just in the two, the two games I've watched, they've been terrible. Um, I've not even seen anything about them that's gonna, that gives me any kind of hope for them. Um, you could say Turkey's been severely undercooked. <laughs> 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 they've, been, they've been very, they've been poor and they look like, um, although they've got a good kind of selection of individuals, they don't look in any way, shape, or form a team. They they do, they look like a team. of Individuals, to be fair, Aye. Aye. they look like they're going out there to better themselves rather than do what's best for the team. The only one it really done does a half decent job that I've seen so- Soyuncu and even he's Aye, made- the defender but he's still you can see him getting vet- getting really frustrated playing in that team so you can
1: yeah definitely I think it's you, maybe another you but- uh, in that nets. remember him against Moles do you remember Moles,
2: they, they put the like war paint under his eyes and over his eyes or something. Yeah,
1: definitely but it's going that to- Turkey are going to need a miracle to get through here one yeah. team who are, are through already and they've secured Basically, they've secured their place in the last sixteen in convincing fashion. Italy three, Switzerland now a double from Manuel Locatelli and Ciro Amobli finished the game off. Stevie, we raved a bit tough Italy in this show last week. They're looking dominant. It was a tremendous performance again today, wasn't it?
0: Uh, it was a great performance. in the the even before a boys kicked, when you see them singing the national anthem, they get shot for it. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, they just they the, they seem. I think because both games have been at home, that's helped them as well. Obviously with the crowd and stuff, but uh, they've been they've been really good so far. And I like I like the way they they're, they're a lot more tacking than previous Italy teams have been in the yeah. past. Um, and um, don't want I say I told you so, but my shout for Locatelli Taylor. <laughs> what, what a shout that is for me! I can't believe Aye, I he's, put it.
1: He's looked he's looked an absolute star hasn't he? he's just. With, well, obviously you said that about other like, teams attacking Like we've all grown up with this stereotype of Italy
2: being defensive Shankers, this Italy team are outstanding going forward They are so but it's a right good balance Like it's almost as if like, defensive minded players are like you just can go forward because we trust you that if it breaks then then they've got a solid defence I mean Kierlini and Britchie they've been partners for Nice. For God knows how many nice. years, so they know each other inside and out. Spinny all on the left side, Scott, he's been mentioned a few times, you know, I'm a big fan of him, but no just defensive mindedly like for going forward. Him and i have mean, nice. got a real good partnership in that left hand side. Jordino, dictates a play, always getting the ball, moving early. Disney not don't take too long, he gets it and gives it out to the, the wide men or, or pops up to the striker. Uh, Locatelli, I hadn't really heard much of him before this tournament. Uh, so it was funny when the boys said that name, and I'm I i have not really heard of him and then you watch a performance like that the night and it was he was a sticker to uh, be you've honest. O- you've also I- got a higher as well with the fact that Verratti's injured. Yeah Ver- Verratti, Verratti he's, ste- he's, he's he's kind of stepped up. He, it's funny uh, how things like that work. I'm not saying he wouldn't have played but if Verratti's fit does Locatelli play and then he doesn't he's no fit so he plays and then he's he's a star and he probably will be at the for the rest of the tournament so Aye. it's just funny how it worked but see what I noticed in time with, with his two goals starts to play Aye. in the middle the park and then he finishes it in the box for the first goal he could have easily played that pass and then let the forwards go and deal with it but he's busted up got into the box good We run cut back finish uh, you can't ask for him much more than that. Uh, he he's he looks he's well he doesn't look as if but he's definitely adding goals. He's going from midfield and and Italy is a real threat. And I was saying before we we uh, started recording, Gary Neville was saying he's not sure about Italy and if, if he needs to wait and see if they come up against a test. But that's that's the same as, as all the other teams in the in the competition. You're not going to get really tested till later on the composite. Competition when it's all the kind of big guns on on together, but if there's three uh, six goals, three, three, two nil performances, no goals conceded. What what more can you say about that? Ellie? To be honest, if if they're not a threat, their performances then I don't want to see them when when they are going to be a threat. No, definitely. Is there a wee worry about Ke- Keane's injury? Yeah, uh, I think he's a, a kind of old school kind of no. warrior. I can I think if? Maybe the next game's a blessing because they're already through, so he might, might miss get a rest. He might get a rest and and he's ready for the for the last sixteen. But I think if, for instance, they, they had to go and win that third game, I think Kealan is one of the players that will start like, oh, strapping me up or or whatever. He's a magic sponge. I'm going to play. <laughs> zero I'm Oblis, another player. I want to get Stevie's thoughts on you. You
1: raved about him in the the show last week as well. I'll walk you through some of his stats. He scored one hundred and seventeen goals in one hundred and seventy-one games for Lazio over the past four years. He he was top goal scorer in Europe last season with thirty-six goals and thirty-seven games in Serie A. He's now beginning to do it for his country. He's one of the most underrated strikers in world
0: football, isn't he? Aye, definitely. With their numbers, anyway. I mean, that's what that seems to be a lot of buying criteria for clubs these days. is look at statistics into everybody goes Aye. off <laughs> rather than going to watch people actually playing football. But uh, I'm actually surprised he's no been linked. You've never heard them being linked to any Premier League teams. Um, and I think this competition might be a short window. What age is he? Do you know age? I
1: think he's just 30. But he's, always, I, he's he's been to Dortmund. He didn't really work out at Borussia Dortmund. So I think is he going to be one of these strikers that maybe just prefers being in Italy and doing the classic? No. Aye, the classic Italian striker who just goes round to Italy?
0: He's, I suppose he's, he might be he's suited to that league and he's... Aye. He feels at home and he feels comfortable. I mean, that's um, that's when you play your best football is when you feel comfortable and you feel relaxed in that, and you just you don't know not feel as much pressure. Obviously, but um, no, he's, he's a real good player. His stats are phenomenal, and and that's in a league with Ronaldo in it as well. So he's do, he must be. Nah, he's a top top striker.
1: Switzerland Shankers, what's my thoughts
0: on them the?
1: It's Turkey and Switzerland, just basically a game where we think who's. Would a
2: have game you Watch the chase or something like that. <laughs> oh, Switzerland, I've, I've heard a few of the pundits in the telly and say, and, and it probably hits a you nail in the head. They're steady, they always qualify, but they never ever do much more than that. And as if they're just happy to be there, and that's the way they've played the last couple of games, as if, right, if your job's done, we getting here, we're just going to enjoy these, these three. Games rather than, rather than go for it. I think I, we have another one. They've got a couple of good players with with Jaka and Shaqiri. Other than that, I'm kind of kind of struggling. So they're playing
0: uh, Embola, Embola, done... aye, he,
2: he's he's decent. But they they have struggled this one. I, I don't know what it is. Uh, Turkey, is, but they have still got a chance of going through in the third place if they go and beat Turkey. That's that's the thing, and and then if they say they go and do that, and if they qualify through the third place, it might give them a wee lift. Mm-hmm. But then, then again, the performances they haven't get much to, to show for, so you can't expect them to go and beat Turkey. I think that one could be a could be a draw written over. A very poor for for Switzerland and Turkey this tournament so far. Uh, that will do our Wednesday action
1: at the Euros. We'll move into the three games we've got tomorrow and Thursday. Ukraine kick off against North Macedonia at two o'clock. Ukraine did look decent against Holland, but obviously lost a late goal. Macedonia get beat convincingly by Austria.
0: Stevie, how do we see this one going? Ukraine. It's got, awesome. to, be, it's got to be Ukraine, aye. Got, they've, they've got. They'll see this game as if they win this. Do you know what I mean? Then the last game is going to be uh, even if they get a pot, If they win this tomorrow and get a point in the last game, I reckon that'll get them through in the group. Um, so I think we'll go all out to win this game tomorrow, so I'm going for convincing Ukraine either 2 or 3 nil. Very good.
1: Shankers, what we got for Ukraine and North Macedonia?
2: Aye, I'm bang on with Stevie I, I thought they were they could beat for the Netherlands, but I thought they were good mm-hmm. uh, you see seen their spirit 2-0, they could easily have it and, and went and get beat 3-4, or four, but they gonna kind of fought and, and it's got back to 2-2 and I'm surprised they ended up getting beaten then because you go back to 2-2, you worked so hard to get beat, you think you would just fight in and, and even get bodies behind the ball because a draw against the Netherlands sets them right up for the rest of the group, they, they probably fancy themselves to go and beat the other two teams. So I think Ukraine, I'll see this one as well, is if they go and get three points, then Austria's a very winnable game in the, in the last group game to, to get them through and they could end up with, end up even with six points, but I still fancy them heavily tomorrow. They, I think all the teams against North Macedonia, all will, will fans are disrespect to disrespect. I think Ukraine will win as well. I'm going to go for two one. I I think North
1: Macedonia actually played some decent stuff against Austria, but I think Austria just their quality just got the better. of North Macedonia then I it'll be the same here tomorrow. I'll go North my Ma- uh, Ukraine two North Macedonia one. Five o'clock Denmark versus Belgium. This obviously this game obviously takes on new meaning. Shankers, I think we're all wanting Denmark to. To go out the unders and perform well and get a result, but it's they're up against the best team in the world. Is it going to be tough?
2: Uh, are they play France.
0: <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Belgium are yeah. world
2: number one. <laughs> Where are they aye, they. <laughs> they standings don't mean nothing. Uh, <laughs> aye, but uh, you, you're spot on. It's. I've seen myself at Denmark playing Finland and I want like Finland to do well because I love playing Kamara and then Aye. what happens in the game happens and then you're like you just want Denmark to go and get something and as a nation can come together and I think tomorrow I think if they got Belgium in the last game it would have been the best thing for them because they kind of maybe went out and and played Russia and, and get three points possibly and then build them with nothing but they're in the more game and it's looking like they need some sort of result, whether it's a, a point, a three point. It, it seems they need something to get through and see Bonis, they could be sitting like this now, the tournament's and almost irrelevant now. They're just right. wanting one of their own healthy and safe and all that. I know a group of boys that that are, say they're playing a group of boys that are Playing fit by a European tournament, what a day, well, but sometimes the there, there is bigger things in that, and they could have other things in their mind. But I, I, I just think Belgium are too strong. They then not play De Bruyne and Hazard the last game, uh, and they still won convincing. convincingly. Uh, I'd, I'd be surprised if we see the two tomorrow as well. I, I think Belgium's strong enough without them, and possibly keep if they're carrying a win, they go keep them for, for later on in the competition because I think Belgium could go deep into the competition and if no, possibly go and win it.
0: Stevie, how do you see Denmark and Belgium going? Uh, to be fair, I fancy Belgium may, to win the game, but it'll be a strange one, obviously, with the circumstances surrounding the game. Mm. So, as Shanker said, I'd, like, it just depends what the mindset Obviously, they're professionals, but there are some things that are bigger than football. So, I just it depends on the mindset. What it, what it might do is it might galvanise the Danish players and they might put a, go and try and put a performance and dig in and maybe get a draw out the game and a draw wouldn't be the worst result for Belgium, considering they're already sitting on three points and then they play Finland in the last game. So uh, I'll go for a tight Belgium win. I'll go for two one
1: Belgium. Steve's going for a Belgium win. I'm just I'm going to go for a draw. I, I think Denmark are, are a really good side. Obviously they'll be will be wanting to do well now. It's it's going to be tough, but. I think they could scrape a draw here. I think, and I think they could win the third
2: game and go through. I think that Denmark team are really good. We'll move Easy. on to. Oh, sorry. Sorry, to interrupt. See, the thing is though, they have they have probably took their best player. That's uh, the thing. I, uh, right out of the equation, too. Although the whole thing surrounding a bit, if it was any of the players that would have been devastating, but it probably is their best player who, who on his day, could can win you a match like that. So. It, it will really knock stuff out the of them. That's, that's how I, one of the reasons how I think Belgium will win comfortably.
1: I've thought that myself. Eriksen's a massive player for Denmark and he has yeah. kind of a tallies man. So without him, just to pay, what, how do they set up? Do they change system? It's just it's going to be interesting to see. But obviously, I think we're all rooting for Denmark to get something out of this game. But we'll move on to eight o'clock. Holland play Austria in the Johan Cruyff Arena in Amsterdam. They did get the victory in the first game, Stevie, but are we expecting Holland to, to do the same here?
0: Um I think because the games in Holland, that is obviously going to go in their favour. Um they weren't convincing in the first game, you know. as, as good as Ukraine were for coming back. Um Holland certainly took their eye off the ball when they were two, when they went two up, but um I'll, I'll go for probably Holland 1-0. Um KG game. Uh, I'll go for Holland one 0
1: Shankers, how do we see Holland versus Austria going tomorrow night? Two teams with a one in the board. Who do we see prevailing here? Uh,
2: I, I think uh, Netherlands will be too strong for them. Austria's already kind of I'm not saying done their bit, but they've got three points on the board. You can almost they're not expected to win this game, so the pressure's off. Uh, I'm not saying they'll have all eyes in the last game trying to get some. But this this one's probably one of the ones where they can get when they no pressure and, and no no going to enjoy it. But sometimes when you're playing the games and you've not got a lot of pressure on you, sometimes you get the best out of other players when when no, no much expected of them. On the flip side, Holland three points probably secures a place in the next round. So so they'll be going out playing it playing at home in front of a home crowd. So they'll no get a better chance after. I didn't realise how long ago it was since Holland were at a major tournament. <laughs> mm-hmm. The last time we got to the final, uh, they were at a major tournament. So they'll be looking to prove a wee point and, and get into the last 16 securely, probably as early as possible. I think this could be a draw. I think Holland, are, I think they were very good going
1: forward, but I do think they have got that weakness at the back. Obviously, no Van Dijk. And I, don't, I still don't think De Ligt's fit, who's another massive miss. Uh, Austria looked very good against Macedonia. I Think this could be an even game. I think we're going to go one each year, Stevie. Before we go, we obviously have the big game on Friday England yep. versus Scotland.
0: What's your predictions? Uh, I predict I'll have about seven cans of tenants <laughs> uh, 17 tunnocks, tea cakes, and a couple of tatty scones. Um, <laughs> uh, it's don't listen, it's going to be difficult. We're, we're they're going to have. 60 70 percent of the ball uh and they're really dangerous and they've still got players to come into that team that didn't start for them um on, on sunday there so it's going to be very very difficult i think the best we can hope. listen i want to see them win and i hope for a win but i think the best we can hope for and being realistic is a draw and then go all out against croatia but um I'd love to see us win. I, I, honestly, I, would, I listen to talk Sport every single day and the pelters we've got for that game against the Czechs is driving me up the walls, making me like put FM on and I need to chill.
1: It <laughs> up. Brilliant, but it's going to be hard. Obviously, tomorrow night we'll have a, an interesting preview show as well as we'll look ahead to the big game on Friday.
2: That'll do for Steve, this week. Sorry, there Scott. See, can I just ask you something, Steve? See how you're saying about England having so much possession. Yeah. Do you think Because it's so important When Scotland bit stands chance That they've got the ball Do you think They need somebody Like of Billy Gummer To keep the ball keep the ball For, for uh-huh. fun And it's so important When you've not got the ball If you've got the ball So little That you need to keep it uh-huh. Because there's nothing worse Than when you get the If you're playing As a team like The likes of England And I'm not saying as if I've played against them But you know what I mean If They've got the ball a lot And when you get it You don't want to give them a Straight back And then you're chasing no. again Need something in there that will keep the ball on, and, and that's, a, that's his game almost keeping the ball uh, and getting it and, and keeping things sticking. And he's so comfy on the ball for, for a boy, I just think he's suited almost to a game like this where when you get the ball, you need to keep it, and, and he's comfortable like that. I, I, I think, if, j- think he could finish out a starting.
0: If you look at his debut, his debut was against Liverpool. I When Liverpool were absolutely flying, flying. he came mm-hmm. in and he bossed that midfield in that game, and you would expect Liverpool to dominate the ball in that game as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's you're right; it's perfect for him. I would bring in, I would bring in Gilmore, and I would bring in Patterson I would go to it's a. I'd go. I'd probably go start with a five four one, but it's it's a three five two attacking, but it's five four one. I one I'd go with, I'd go with uh, Rob. Well, Tierney left center half. Robertson left wing back, and then I'd have Paterson on the right and in the middle. I would have I would have Gilmore. Do you know what? Do you know I would even go Turnbull as well. Uh I, yeah, uh-huh. I would go Gilmore, Turnbull, McGregor, and maybe well, Simon McTominay and McGinn, into. it? Uh, I'd uh-huh. I would, I would probably go McTominay over McGinn because I think McTominay's better on the ball than McGinn in terms of keeping the ball. McTominay. Like, McTominay. Could
2: end up playing one of the yeah, the centre halves. So yeah, yeah. the, the right, right. centre If if he plays there, then you're looking at McGinn in the middle, aren't you? I think uh, McGinn needs to play maybe slightly further forward than what he was playing. The other day there, he, he looked burnt burnt out the other day there, but uh, isolated a, though because he 70 minutes.
1: Was it? He looked a bit isolated
2: though because he was playing so deep. I don't think he has a kind of deep midfielder, no. I think he, He's kind of one of the box-to-box box. he likes to get in and about everything, but he's he looks as if he blew his tank uh, very uh, early, early on in that game because that's normally his game, getting in-poked faces for the whole 90 minutes, but 60-70 minutes, and there was one where he's trying to kind of carry the ball at the park and he just looked dead in his feet, man.
0: Aye. Uh, you're right, but it's important to see when you get that 20%, 30% position. There's nothing worse than when you're working your nuts after you get I the ball. It, you get it back and somebody gives it away you guys I
2: know, it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> definitely
1: but it's going to be an interesting week. it's going to be an interesting game on Friday we'll be here tomorrow night with a big bumper preview of the game Stevie thanks very much for coming on the show as our guest tonight it's been a pleasure to be on no worries cheers Scott brilliant cheers Shanker's- cheers mate Shanker's pleasure as always oh pleasure's mine subscribe to us on YouTube and our social media accounts for more details regarding the Euros. Thanks very much for watching and listening, everyone. We'll see you soon. Cheers.